Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum everyone and welcome to my podcast. So I have decided on a name Alhamdulillah which is Notes from Nur Hidayah Az and I intend to make it um, a weekly kind of thing, right? Weekly podcast episodes on faith, inspiration and life in general insha'Allah. So during the first um, episode, I got a question about what was your favourite surah or what is your favourite surah. Um, so I shared with you my favourite surah was Surah Taha mainly because it's like a form of healing for myself and at the same time there are stories in the surah which inspires me okay so inshallah today i'll be sharing one of the many so or surahs no one of the many stories from the surah um that constantly uh, inspires me throughout my life inshallah so um, if you look up in the quran surah Taha, it will be on page 314 between verses um, 42 to 46, alright? So, through this mini story, inshallah, you will get to know of four entities, or four individuals. Number one, Prophet Musa. Number two, Prophet Harun. Number three, um, Fir'aun himself. And number four, of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alright? So, we shall start off with the first part. A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim. Idhhab anta wa akhuka bi-ayati wa la tanya fi dhikri. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is... Um, Saying or mentioning to Prophet Musa alayhi salam, go you and your brother with our miraculous sign and don't fall short in remembrance. So if you look at the word tanya in that verse, okay, it comes from the root word tawani, which means um, to abandon the responsibility or to get lazy in something. So Allah SWT is reminding Prophet Musa himself as well as his brother to not forget to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that it is part of their responsibility to remember Allah and they should not be lazy in doing so. Alright? So continuing with the following ayat, Idhaba ila fir'auna innahu tagha. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is um, saying to the both of them, Go both of you to fir'aun and no doubt he has rebelled. Okay? Or in other words, go to fir'aun and tell him that he has exceeded his limit. Alright, so let's talk a bit about Fir'aun. Okay, do you know who's Fir'aun? So, um, Fir'aun is the Arabic term for, um, we'd say, Pharaoh um, or, or or a king of a certain uh, kingdom, for example. But specifically, when it comes to the story of Musa and Harun, Fir'aun was the most evil person of that time, okay? And that could have ever existed in the world up until today. So, no evilness no um, cruelty can exceed Fir'auns, right? So, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sending the both of them, Musa and Harun, to go and fear, to go and visit Fir'aun to remind him or to tell him that he has exceeded his limits, right? Then, um, moving on to ayat 44. Um, yeah. Allah mentions, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that bo- the both of you should go to Fir'aun and speak to him in the softest manner, in the best manner possible. And if you look at the word layinan, layinan does not only mean softness, but layinan is constantly soft. Okay, constant softness. Why? Because um, if if you think or if you try to imagine, right, it is possible that you start off a conversation with a friend in a soft manner. But, you know, 5 minutes, 10 minutes later through the conversation, you end up with an argument. So, when it comes to Fir'aun, 
what Musa and Harun had to do was to constantly speak to him in the softest and the kindest manner. Okay, from the very beginning up to the very end. Why? In hopes that he repents from all of his doings. Okay, <clears throat> because there is a chance that he might take an effort to remember Allah or to fear Allah at the end of it. You know. Um, even if he's Fir'aun, the guy who calls himself God. So, you know, we, we might think that, oh, really, speaking to Fir'aun, the most evil, the most cruel person on earth, speaking to him would change him? I don't think so, you know. It doesn't make sense. But this is where um, the knowledge of knowing that Allah knows every single thing and Allah knows what we know not comes into place, okay? Um... And at the same time, for what we can understand from this verse is that not only Fir'aun and Musa had to speak to Fir'aun in a constant, soft manner, but they had to adjust themselves, okay? They had to control their temper and they should not say anything that would offend Fir'aun himself. So, being human, alright, we all have fears. So, this was what the both of them um, replied or told to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is through ayat 45 قَالَ رَبَّنَا إِنَّنَا نَخَافُ أَنْ يَفْرُطَ عَلَيْنَا أَوْ أَنْ يَتُغَى Right? So, they were scared. They were scared that Fir'aun would do bad things onto them. They say, Oh Allah, Oh our Rabb, Oh our Lord, indeed we are afraid. We are afraid. We are scared if, you know, Fir'aun may go overboard and start to do nasty things onto the both of them. Because knowing Fir'aun, he can do whatever that he wants. Okay? In Allah's wills. Uh, if Allah wills. So, um, if he wants to kill somebody, he can just kill somebody. If he wants to wipe out a nation of people in the world, he can do that. Why? Because he was Fir'aun at that time. And he was given by Allah that power. And he was given the permission by Allah to perform all of that. Right? Because everything happens with the permission of Allah. So, um, they were afraid of or they were scared if he, which is Fir'aun, may not give them both a chance. Or um, will immediately arrest them, right? Either way, he will either transgress or he will give them no chance at all. So, um, going back to the verse, uh, which ends with, Or he may just... Or, sorry, so going back to the end of the verse, Or he may just um, ignore the both of them and not let them speak and just deal with them in the in the most cruel manner. You know, it's either Fir'aun listens to them but does something bad afterwards or Fir'aun doesn't listen to them at all, doesn't give them any chance to speak and, you know, there they go, being arrested, being tortured, right? So, why why this story is very, you know, uh, inspirational to me why this story is so close to my heart is how Allah replies to them to their fear okay when you look at page sorry when you look at verse 46 Allah mentions so Allah says Allah said okay so the both of you do not fear okay do not be scared indeed I am with the both of you Asma'u wa'ara. Okay, it's beautiful how Allah reminds them that 
Allah is constantly with them and Allah is all hearing and Allah is all seeing. So it's beautiful how Allah places all hearing first than all seeing. Why? Because you can put yourself in a situation where you see somebody or when you see a commotion at the end of the street or at the end of the road or on the other side of the place you're at, but you can't hear it, right? You can't hear what's actually happening. The only way you can hear it is when you get closer to it. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is trying to remind the both of them that not only that Allah is with them, but Allah is very, very, very close to them, that He hears everything and that He sees everything. MashaAllah. So every single time when I go through this surah, it really tears me up. It really brings me to a point of mashallah Allah is really close to us it's just that you know sometimes we feel that Allah might be far or we might have gone so far from Allah but at the end of the day Allah is always there and this is something that you know we tend to um, overlook so perhaps I share with you a few lessons that I pick up from this story inshallah and I hope that um, the previous explanations um, you know, kind of bring you to an understanding of the story better. Although we can actually talk about the story for about, you know, 30 minutes to an hour. But uh, as long as we have the basic understanding to it, then it's fine, inshallah. So the first one is to be kind to everyone. Alright, no matter who we meet, no matter where we meet, no matter how we meet them. Alright, because, um, you know, soft words or softness can actually melt a frozen heart. Or a hard heart, right? Because if there is some light in the person's heart, which I believe there is light in every single one of us, only softness can reach it. Only soft words, only the softest, the most wisdomful approach can reach whatever light that we have in ourselves. A person might seem the most cruel or the most um, offensive or the most um, wanted as a criminal but every single one of us has that light deep down in us so how do we reach that we can reach that through softness but okay but if a harsh approach is taken the barrier in someone's heart will close okay and none of the words will actually make their way in so we don't want people to go further away from goodness right perhaps religion is too much or perhaps religion is a big thing but when we talk about when we want to do da'wah or when we want to spread goodness when we want to spread khair um, we have to use the soft approach because a harsh approach will only scare them will only make them put more barriers in between you and them okay and um, to what that is good inshallah so and another thing perhaps what we can learn from this is you know to appreciate the good things around us um, sometimes we might go through life, we might not see the good things, okay? Perhaps we are clouded with so much negativity, we are clouded with so much toxicness, with so much bad things. But Allah is trying to remind us to appreciate the good things around us. Even the possibility of goodness in someone, even though we can't see it, okay? Similarly to Fir'aun, we can't see the possibility of him being good, but we need to know that there is goodness in everybody. Okay, and similarly, similarly to how Prophet wasallam never ever ever gave up on us, never ever gave up on his people because he knows there surely is goodness in every single one of us. That is what we need to do. That is how we should be or that is how we need 
to constantly be as a human being to constantly see goodness in people although from what we see through the naked eye is not as portrayed or doesn't reflect whatever that is inside the heart right so and it and being kind is also a way we talk to somebody no matter who they are because um through kindness you can actually portray humbleness through kindness you can portray respect through kindness you can portray humility inshallah and perhaps another um heartwarming reminder or heartwarming lesson from this story is how Allah will always be there okay similarly to what we mentioned earlier Allah is all seeing Allah is all hearing and Allah is so close to us so no matter what we go through in life no matter how big no matter how great the hurdle or the challenge gets or perhaps we are receiving bad treatment for from our loved ones or from the people around us or from for example um a certain body or a certain organization or what, what whatever example there is we need to understand that everything happens is by the decree of Allah that he allows it because if something is not allowed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it won't happen but when a thing is allowed by Allah no matter how much we try to stop it it will still happen but to it all, Allah will always be there. Sometimes we do not see the purpose in it. Sometimes we do not see the lesson or how it will affect us in the years to come or in the months to come. But when that day reaches, only then we will understand that, MashaAllah, Ya Allah, thank you for all that we have to go through. Thank you for all the hurdles that you have given onto us and it has made me perhaps a better person or it has made me perhaps a stronger person or it has bring goodness into my life and the lives of other people inshallah. So then again, there's a lot of stories of the Quran that has been inspiring me even from the um, hadith, the narrations of the Prophet wasallam, And these stories aren't just mere stories okay like you know storytelling or storybooks which ends there but it contains a thousand wisdom and a thousand of lessons that we can learn from it and that when certain things are emphasized by Allah or the Prophet always remember that there is an important a super important learning point through it inshallah so what I do is I always revisit this kind of stories uh, based on what I go through and um, to resonate to it because I know whatever story that Allah has shared in the Quran or the Prophet shared through um, his narrations we all can relate to it one way or another alright it's just that we have to learn or we have to approach it with an open mind and an open heart in hopes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide us through it all inshallah alright so once again if you're listening up till this very second thank you very much for being here on this um second episode of notes from Nur Hidayah Az um inshallah more episodes will be coming soon I have a lot of plans for my podcast and perhaps some people or some friends I want to bring along on this podcast journey inshallah so do stay tuned and yep um i will see you i will um no i hope you will right you will tune in or listen in to the um to the following or to the upcoming podcast inshallah so thank you for being here see you in the next one assalamualaikum